This is On The Path, where we explore all things Witcher, and today we explore a very, very, very special guest, Misha Simpson, who plays Francesca on the Netflix show. Before we get started, please rate and review the podcast on Apple and Spotify, and you can contact us. And you can contact us at Witcher Podcast on Twitter or email us at witcherpod at gmail.com. Just a quick thank you to anyone who's involved in the charity stream that Brett and I ran yesterday. We'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the uh, podcast with Misha. But to anybody who donated or just lurked or chatted um, and raided, just thank you from both of us. It was such a good day and we've raised a lot of money. So it's a win-win. It is still open, and we will have that link below in the show notes as well, and Mm -hmm. we hope you enjoy. Welcome back, listeners, to an exciting episode, as Brett and I are joined by a very special guest, our very own Francesca Finderbear from Series 2 of The Witcher Netflix, Misha Simpson. Misha, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, Yeah, I'm great. It's a nice, nice chill Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just taking it easy. Good. Yeah, same. We were just saying before, it's, we had a few drinks on Saturday night, so it's nice to have a chilled Sunday. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. is. <laughs> um, I wanted to start just by asking you about the last two years in general. Obviously, as a whole, we've been going through this global pandemic, which has brought its struggles. Uh, but for you, it's also been an exciting time where you've landed your first big acting role and it's The Witcher. So how has it been for you sort of navigating the ups and downs of all of that? Yeah, um, well, I think there's definitely been many ups with that. Um, I I feel very, very lucky. I mean, first off to come out of drama school and book such a big job so soon, like that, I mean, it's just amazing. Um, I I honestly wasn't expecting that at all Mm. so soon. Um, And then secondly, whilst we're in a pandemic where, you know, so many people, you know, were suffering. Um, I, I was just very, very lucky that I, you know, I had a job throughout it. Um, mm-hmm. This has probably been the hardest time, um, especially in the entertainment industry. Like, you know, a lot of people were without work, and you know, so um, I've been very grateful for that. Had something to keep me going, so that's been it's been lovely. How has that affected like auditioning or just getting roles in general? I know you said you're new to it. Yeah. But what has that been like as opposed to before? Yeah, um, so I guess I got a taste of it slightly before uh, before pandemic. I had a few months out um, and, you know, I was doing more auditions in the room. So I was meeting casting directors. Um, so so I would say that that's what's changed mainly is the fact that all of my auditions now are by tape. And, you know, I think what I've been going, graduated 2019, July, um, had a few in the room auditions. But then since then, like, yeah, I haven't met any other casting directors. It's all been behind um, the camera. So it does change it a bit because obviously they can't see your essence. And mm-hmm. also if you're not quite getting the character right, they can't just say, can you just tweak it a little bit? You've just got to send what you think. And and that's that. So it does make it a lot harder, I think, to book jobs. Okay. So that's how it was with The Witcher. You didn't meet anybody like in person for it? I did actually. So okay. this was, before the pandemic, um, I probably had my audition 
maybe September, October time, I uh, okay. had my first audition. So I went in the room and met Sophie Holland and her team. So that was um, that was probably the last time I was in the room with a casting director. Uh, so I was lucky <laughs> and, okay. you know, I got direction and everything. So it, it really helped me get the role, I think. Well, that's something that we have raved about was the casting decisions, mm-hmm. because so many of the actors I've, I've never heard of before. And I think, you know, a lot of people like you, it's your first big role. But yeah. now it's hard seeing anybody else say like, but you in that role of Francesca. Yeah, and one of my favorite things, my favorite line, I think, of the season is what has been need not always be. And yeah. I, I find it applicable to real life. If there's an injustice, yeah, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be that way. It's simply yeah. because things are allowed. Is there a theme or specific line from the series that really spoke to you? Yeah, definitely. I agree with you on that one because um, I think like that, that is almost like a motivator. What has been not always be. So like, <clears throat> even if you have a crap day tomorrow, it doesn't mean that the next day has to be the same. So I do think that's a very strong um, quote, um, but I've been thinking about this. Um, and actually there, there is one that, I, that I've that i seen um, that I remember Novellen said, and it was monsters are more than just horrid looks and claws and teeth. Um, monsters are born of deeds done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess with that, it's like, you know, you can't really judge a book by its cover. And actually, you you know, you can judge a person on how, you know, what what they bring and, you know, what they do for you and the good things that they do. Um, yeah, and you should just never judge what, you know, someone's personality just because of the way they look. Mm-hmm. But, That's kind of like the whole whole thing of The Witcher, isn't it? It's such a big yeah. theme running throughout that you can't, you have to take people for their actions. And it's a lot of, as well, morally gray areas mm-hmm. where just because someone's done a couple of good things or a couple of bad things, they're not inherently a bad person or a good person exactly I guess it's just humanity isn't it you know you're human and like it's the, the balance between life so mm. yes um there's I, I think there's no bad people in in the which it, it can it can seem that there is but everybody's you know they're fighting for something mm-hmm. um and something that they believe in that is that is true okay so I, I, you said there's no bad people and I agree with that somewhat I want to ha- oh, we got we got to ask this we got to ask it the whole your final scene the baby yeah. killing scene. Okay. Uh, how, yeah. how fun was that? <laughs> it sounds awful, doesn't it? Um, I mean, when I first read it, I was like, yeah. <laughs> because it's like, it's just meaty, isn't it? It's like, you know, it's, it's out of the ordinary. So like as an actor, you mm-hmm. kind of grip hold of those things. Um, but I guess um, in the headspace of Francesca, like it wasn't a very nice place and the place that you have to get yourself to go in order to do that um isn't so nice um but yeah I I thought it was a very meaty scene to deal with I just wanted to ask a little bit about the the costume of Francesca Mm. so like one of my favorite things about the Witcher series and particularly the mages um is the costume the hair the makeup the outfits everything and I watched a time-lapse video that you put on Instagram of Deb Watson getting you into your Francesca fit and I just love to know a bit more about the process and how long it takes and was there ever a day where you were just tempted to leave it on and go home in the whole look (laughs) do you know what by the end of the day I'm just like get it off yeah (laughs) in that chair and you just want to rip it off because it's like you've got so much I've got the ears um after a while get they can get a little bit um tiresome um, and a bit constricted the wig as well it's so heavy mm-hmm. uh, it's amazing I absolutely love all of it not complaining but yeah by the end of the day it's just yeah you just even the makeup your skin feels all like like it yeah. needs to breathe so um yeah but the process of that I think 
I was always the first person in and the last person out because oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, it took about two and a half hours, I think, um, which actually isn't bad in film land because sometimes mm. things take longer. But um, yeah, it's a two and a half hour process for that. Um, but I love Deb. So it's, yeah. it's just to spend time with her and, yeah, you know, have a chat. So it's a lot to go through every morning. But let me say thank the gods for the wig, because yesterday when we did this stream, I got my hair done in this uh, sort of half up, half down plait thing. Um, and it looked it looked great. But after, like you've just said, I was wanting to rip it out of my hair and I had to spend probably like 30 minutes picking these yeah. little braids out of my hair. And I just thought <laughs> next time I'm just going to get a wig. Yeah, it's so much easier. You can just hide <laughs> it all then, just take it off. Well, you, you know what's easier than that? Right here. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's the deal. I have considered that. I just, I don't know how it would, you know, in the winter. Because <laughs> I, I thought about that with Lucy. Lucy, how long did it take you to get your hair done like that yesterday? It, I think it took her about an hour, about okay. an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But it was great. But like you say, it's it's quite sore on the head sometimes when they're pulling and yeah. Um, but it does. It looks the part. It looks great. It looks great. That's the main thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everyone loved it. Everyone, yeah, everyone was oh, raving about it. So it took only about five minutes in the shower for me. So I won't complain about that. So <laughs> yeah, with that makeup, like the elf ears, were they a straight prosthetic? Was it just one thing they kind of put on and then molded? Yeah, it's really interesting actually. They they look so cute when they're like off on the little palette. It's it is the elf ear and then it's got some like see-through material around it and then she'll pop them on my ear and then she like molds it into the ear and then she'll like oh. um she cuts away the excess and then it's just there and then and then also they have to airbrush the color on because the color the original color is like my skin undertone but then you have to kind of bring it alive with like the reds and the purples and stuff to make it mm -hmm. look like actually alive um yeah but when you take them off because I, I actually did want to take some ears home but they look like a piece of bitten raw chicken when they yeah. come so I was like okay maybe not <laughs> did you get did you get to keep anything or sneak anything away that you might be able to say keep anything do you know what um I think I accidentally took home a pair of thermals <laughs> so that's about it <laughs> Okay. No, nothing exciting, I'm afraid. Okay. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to ask you about was um, there are some scenes where Francesca and Philavandrel are having full conversations in their elder elven language. Yeah. And I kind of was curious as to how you go about learning those lines or is it, do you know at the mo in the moment what, what you are saying to each other or is it just <laughs> like you're told make these noises and these sounds and we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. fix it later? Oh God. So like, with the elder speech, um, actually like, so there, there is a linguist there that, um, that um, translates the actual words. Oh, cool. But I think there's a, there's some like witchery thing that you, you can look at and you can see what each word means. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very detailed like that, but for some reason it, I think it got lost in the mail. I don't know. We didn't actually get our, the translation for that until the weekend before we were filming. Oh, wow. We were filming on the Monday and we, I think we got it on like the Friday evening and we were like, oh my God, we've got to learn these. Um, and for me, I can't roll my tongue very well. Like the, the, I'm not even going to try. I, so <laughs> <laughs> I spent like a whole day trying to learn to roll my tongue first. And then um, there's a, there's someone, someone basically says it um, quite fast and then they do like a slow version. And then you've just you've just got to like keep going drilling it mm -hmm. um eventually it, it was okay um but on on the day yeah like we know what we're saying do you want to put the, in, the intention behind yeah. it 
but there were just times when me and Tom would just look at each other and just like absolutely <laughs> wet ourselves laughing. We just, like we were like talking to each other with such meaning with like these words that like you know mm-hmm. we really just learned. So yeah, because they're quite intense conversations sometimes as well. Yeah. Like when you're having yeah, the conversation yeah. about Yennefer and she's not an elf, and yeah. it's, it's like quite poignant some of the things that you're saying. So like to get that across whilst also essentially just speaking gibberish it's like props to you both because it comes yeah. across really really well <laughs> it was quite fun actually tom seems really intense is, <laughs> is he like that did, did i just read that that way i think i think do you know what i think he's deep in character okay. it's, it's just, i think it was just where philavandra was at the time um but no, i i love tom i got on well with him we live quite close together so we you know, yeah, meet up every now and then go to the pub catch up <laughs> I saw him on Twitter replying to some people about reading like fanfics and uh, retweeting yeah. their um, fan art of Francesca and Filavandro. Like he seems to love all that stuff, which is nice because yeah. people put so much effort into stuff like that. And it's so nice seeing it on Twitter. It's just so, there's such a vast amount of it now as well. Yeah, it's all so witcher related stuff and the Francesca art's been really, really cool. I love it. I love it. I always screenshot them. I've got like a little oh, do you? phone. I love them. Yeah. I'm not an actor, obviously, but if ever's going to be, you've landed this role, you are Francesca, and mm. it's a big character. And now yeah. when people Google Francesca Witcher, your name is right there with mm. all the artwork before. Like, how do you carry that? What is that like? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I guess I kind of separate myself from it you know like because I, I you know I see it as a job a job that I love very much um and also like yeah like I'm proud of myself as well because I mean like I, you know I got myself to this position so I celebrate it as well um but I do I do separate myself because yeah it's, it's it's a job for me did you have any say or were you able to help craft the character any yeah so I mean they're very open to your interpretation which is great um so I got I mean I read a lot of the books um so I've got I already had my own idea of who Francesca was and then the scripts kind of informed that um but again which is really nice if there was anything that I was a little bit unsure on on like the journey and where it was going um you know Lauren's very open to discussion so that's that's really nice I feel like I had a lot of support when creating Francesca I've heard that a lot about Lauren um yeah. I feel like every every actor interview we see especially when um we watched the premiere of the show in London which you were at and so were yeah. loads of other actors um all of them seem to say Lauren is so collaborative and so open to talking about little changes you might want to make here and there and that must be so great to have someone like that as like your leader because it must make it like such a, mu- a much more involved experience for all of you yeah, it really does. I mean, she's lovely. She's amazing. And she creates such a nice environment on the set. And I really feel like it, it you know, it shines all the way through mm. from production, you know, all the way to the actors and everyone that's there. So it's such a nice environment. Yeah, she's great. Before I forget, my lighting's terrible. I have to show my, my Scoia'tael <laughs> pride here. Oh, yeah. Francesca Scoia'tael. Yes, this, I love that. It's this leather yeah. wallet holder oh, that was great. actually, it was a reward for like a Gwent tournament. Yeah. And I was able to buy one before. Have you ever heard of Gwent, the card game from The Witcher 3? Yes, I have. I haven't actually played it. Okay. So yeah, you'll have to, have to fill me in on that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that was a big thing of our charity streams yesterday that we did was a lot of Gwent. So we may, uh, we may take you up on that. I know you've mentioned yes. you played The Witcher 3 before. Yes. And, okay. Is there a moment from that game that kind of stuck with you or anything? Because to me, it was Crookback Bog. It was the Crones of Crookback Bog and the mm. Ladies of the Wood. That was just so unnerving. I don't think I will ever forget playing through yeah. that the first time. 
So I only played it briefly when I was at my dad's house. Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't get far, but I think I know what you're talking about. Cause I've seen some videos on yeah. the, of the women. Yeah. And I mean, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think I played, I was playing Geralt and I just remember walking through, like, it's like alchemy. Like he's picking up things like, I don't know, spices and those, Flowers, those yeah. That's basically what I did. And then like me and my dad put a film on. So I did it <laughs> But I, I'll definitely go back to it because it seems like such a good game. You know, the, the, my favorite parts of that game, honestly, are walking through the cities and just the music. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, I don't even yeah. want to fight anybody. I just want to chill in these that's amazing cities. Through. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of the game as well is just going around picking up stuff. Like I think there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of funny tweets and memes that say, oh, Netflix hasn't been loyal to the game because Geralt doesn't spend 40 minutes of each episode picking up loot from people's houses and stuff like stealing. <laughs> stealing people's stuff. Yeah, no, I actually really enjoy doing that. <laughs> Once it's a great bit. <laughs> I mentioned before that we see a lot of uh, Francesca and Philavandrel, and another duo that we see a lot of is Francesca and Frangilla. Yes, which is one of my favorite unexpected duos as well. I didn't get, I didn't think we were going to see these two together as much as we did from yeah. the uh, from the trailers and everything we got. Um, another one that I loved was Yennefer and Kahir. I loved that that duo of those two was great. I love them. Yeah. 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 Um, so if it was up to you, Misha, which character would you like to see Francesca on screen with? Or in series three? Hmm. Uh, well, I would definitely say Fringilla. I know we've seen Francesca yeah. together, but definitely that duo. Um, and I love Mimi. It's, it's, you know, it's a pleasure to work with her. Um, but also I'd love to see more of Francesca and Yennefer and just to see yeah. what that, what happens with that relationship. Because I think there was a bit of friction there. Oh, well, obviously there was. I mean, yeah. Francesca kidnapped her and then, you know, <laughs> didn't see any more after that. So I think that would be an interesting um, pair next, yeah. next season. Yeah. One of my favorite moments is where Yennefer tries to pass herself off as an elf yeah. and Francesca just shoots it down straight away. And she's like, you're no elf. Yeah. And it's just like, that's so great seeing Yennefer get put in her place like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, seeing more of that would be amazing. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I agree. That look that you gave from, did you sing our songs and that delivery? Oh my God. It was so perfect. <laughs> yeah she was not happy she's like do not try and claim this (laughs) okay you've recently i've seen at least if i had the dates right gotten your dry or sorry passed your practical driving test you have that certificate how exciting has that been that's oh honestly it's been something that i needed to do for a long time because um (laughs) i started learning driving when i was like 18 before i moved to london and it's it's pretty awful. I mean, I failed my test three times. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and then I moved to London where you don't need a car and exactly, you know, yeah. I'm in the underground. Um, but I was just like, it's time. I'm a woman now. I need I need a license. So yeah, I went out and got it. And yeah, I'm, I'm just so happy. I haven't got a car yet, but uh, when I do, I'm going to be going on many adventures. That's for sure. It's stuff like that that just fascinates me because I know I've brought that up with Lucy because I live in a suburb where Mm. there is no real public transportation in the city I'm in. It's like the biggest in the country. And I think by proxy, one of the biggest in the world. And here it's just, I could not wait to get my car when I was 16. And you have to have a car. And I just, it's a road rage is a thing too, because that's such an also American thing is because everybody drives (laughs) and gets heated. So I just, I hope there's no road rage in your future. 
you know what? I can see it though. People in London are crazy, like, you know, doing my yeah. lessons. I'm like, I'm going by the rules. You are not. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so dangerous. And there's so many cyclists in London as well. Like there are just a whole other is, yeah. people to look out for. Cause like, oh, I don't, I don't think I've ever driven in London, but mm. even around like Newcastle city center is so crazy sometimes. So as That's a new crazy. learner or sorry, as a new driver yeah. driving in London, that, that'll be quite intimidating. I bet, but I guess, I guess you'll smash it. If you learn to drive there as well, yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. That's why I did it here. I think I was just like, if I can learn in London, I can drive anywhere. Yeah, You'll be fine. I've never driven in New York City. I've been a passenger, but I have driven in Los Angeles. And mm. that is to go three miles takes you 50 minutes. And it's just utterly, it's just utterly dreadful. Have you spent any time out there or much time out there? Um, I've, I've been out there very briefly a few, a good few years ago. Um, so yeah, I'd like to come out and just explore. I didn't do as, as much exploring as I wanted to. So yeah, that's on the cards, but I've heard it's all, everything's kind of like, shut down at the moment because of the pandemic. So I'm just waiting for the right time. Yeah, I don't, do, do you think we'll, we'll ever stop waiting? Cause it's, oh, it's, it's been yeah. we're like two years about now, right? It was really yeah. March where it kind of, I think a lot of lockdowns yeah. really happen depending on where you're at. So yeah, we're two years into it. Mm. Yeah, what, what do you think? Will there ever be a mm. normal or return to normal or is this just a normal? Oh, I hope so. I don't know. I just have this feeling this year for everyone that it's going to be a better year. So hopefully as, as time goes on, it will be, I, I hope. Yeah. We'll put yeah. it out there. We'll put the positive. Vibe exactly. Yeah. It definitely yeah. feels like it's on the up. I think it does feel. Yeah. We'll see. So do you have any upcoming projects or anything you can speak of, or at least allude to besides uh, the Witcher, obviously? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's that um, at the moment, no projects in the pipeline. Um, I'm, I'm auditioning at the moment. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed again, we'll put the vibes out there. Hopefully yeah. something comes my way. It'd be really nice. Yeah. I was going to say you've done actress, you've done modeling. Should yeah. we expect to see an album dropping anytime soon? Maybe. I don't know. Triple threat. <laughs> <Rap> album. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Multi-talented. Okay. Before we let you go, you have a charity that is near and dear to you. Choose love. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, and to support that, me and Lucy did some all-day charity streams. We played The yeah. Witcher 3. We played Gwent. We raised a fair amount of money. Lucy, oh, you want to go ahead and say how much that was? Yeah, so the link is still open. We've got a few yeah. uh, last-minute donations dripping oh, through, but it's standing now at £1,115. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, oh, so wow. I think we set our goal as 550 because yeah. on their website, they had a listing for buy the store, which was £550 yeah. to buy yeah. one of everything, essentially. So we thought if we can get 550 that'll be amazing. Yeah. And we've doubled it. So I'm so oh. pleased. And it was so, so it, it was so fun as well. And I just yeah. kind of wanted to ask what made you choose that charity? What does it mean to you? Yeah. Um, so I've been following Choose Love for I think the, the last couple of years it came to my attention. And I just think the work that they're doing is just so important, you know, just to help people that are really in need. You know, mm -hmm. there's you know, we're all humans at the end of the day, and like it could happen to any of us where you, you know, you're up 
rooted from your home and you know you haven't got you haven't got any help so I just think it's very important that they're like that these people know that they are loved and that you know that we do care and we do want to help I just think like they do everything from you know they you know they, they feed refugees and they help them you know like they give they give them help they can give them legal advice um and like they, they rehabilitate children it's yeah I just think the, the work is endless that they do um provide shelter and you know love and care so I just think yeah I just think it's an amazing charity so yeah all the way for supporting them and we will have a link to that charity as well in the show notes again thank you so much for taking yeah. time out of your schedule good luck good luck in the audition yeah and thank you thank you so much for doing the charity run yesterday that's so honestly I'm so happy with that very that's, that's amazing oh it was our pleasure honestly we had yeah. we had a blast we had such a good day it was there was yeah. loads of people involved um I don't know how many donators it was but it was a it was a lot of people giving Seven. a little bit here and there and oh. to add up to that much it's it's such a good it was such a nice community effort and everyone was so excited to hear from you today as well so oh. uh, just to reiterate, reiterate what Brett said, just thank you so much for taking the time yeah. out and for recommending that charity because it's it's just been great. Yeah, and thank you so much to you. And honestly, thank you so much to everyone donated and that's everyone that's listening today. Really, really appreciate it.